Blog Talk Radio. to the Shelley Wilson Show. I'm an intuitive medium, a Reiki master, and spiritual growth coach. My mission is to assist others on their own journey into consciousness and encourage them to live an authentic life through awareness and empowerment. Coming from a place of respect, truth, integrity, and love, I honor your free will and recognize that you are co-creating your reality with the universe. My intention is to bring understanding help you to heal from the past, and realize your full potential. I invite you to begin your life in a new way and tap into your inner power as you explore who you really are. Refrain from simply existing and elect to live your life fully without regret. It is time to let go of the past, live in the present, and look to the future, for it is this attitude that will transform you. Today's show is a special Ohm Times interview with Colette Baron-Reed. Colette is an internationally acclaimed intuition expert, best-selling inspirational author, published in 27 languages. She is a keynote speaker, an artist, entrepreneur, and visionary. A popular medium, she is the star of the national hit Canadian TV show, Messages from Spirit, produced by Vision TV. Voted into the Watkins list as one of the top 100 most spiritually influential people in both 2013 and 2014, Colette delivers her message of perspective and hope with her trademark compassionate candor and hilarious personality. Known by her clients as the Oracle, her reputation for her laser-sharp intuitive insights is worldwide, with a client base spanning 29 countries. She is the CEO and founder of the Envision Project and the Envision Lab, offering advisory services for select influencers and education for coaches in her trademarked energy psychology process, Envision. Originally from Toronto, she lives in Connecticut with her husband in Two Palms. When she's not writing books and teaching global audiences, she's riding her Harley on the seacoast. Colette's website is ColetteBaronReed.com, and you can also find her on Facebook. I'm delighted once again to welcome Colette Baron-Reed to the show for this special Ohm Times interview. And welcome. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Oh, my God. I'm listening to you read my bio, and I'm going, geez, and I've done all <laughs> You have. You've done that and then some, I'm it's sure. Like, what the heck <laughs> was I up to all these years? <laughs> I know. And and the beautiful thing, Colette, you know, you have all these beautiful books and Oracle card decks, and I didn't even mention any of those. You know, this is just all comprised yep. into, into the author aspect. So, and that's my favorite thing to do, by the way, too, is make oracle cards. So I'm very fortunate to be at Hay House again. I, I kind of took a detour and went to Random House for a bit. Went back to Hay House, and now I've got two new decks coming out. Um, and pretty much we're going to do one a year. So I'm so happy because I swear okay. to God, I would be happy <laughs> sitting in a corner as the oracle card elf. 
Although Doreen Virtue has it on me by spades. She'll always have more than me, but there's no competition. I still do my own thing, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, the the one thing that I recognize, you know, is, is Doreen is pretty much known as the angel card lady, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and what I love about your card decks is, you know, they are all different, you know, and, and, oh, yeah. and I have one just readily available. I'm reaching for it right here, and it's... Well, I guess it is not right here where I thought it was. It must be sitting somewhere else. Yes, Um, because I have different spaces. But, you know, what I love, too, is about your website and how users can come visit your website and, you know, pull a card for themselves. And, you know, I, I think that's great. Yes, I'm excited about that, and I apologize. I have call annoyance on my phone, and I realized it. No, nobody ever calls me, ever, except when I'm on with somebody else. So if you heard a beep, you guys, that's what it yes, is. I didn't hear yeah. it, but that's good. <laughs> I wanted to do – what I wanted to do on my website was enable people to come and try the cards out, um, because I'm, my goal is to empower people mm. to tune into their intuition and to make it a daily practice. And because now, especially, you know, we're really evolving as a species, and I feel more and more people are tuned into their intuition but don't quite know what to do with it. Right. Um, you know, what's happening in this shift? And we talk about it. Everybody's talking about this global shift, and we're feeling it, but we're really not sure. So these are navigation tools for people, and I thought, you know what? People can come. They don't have to buy them. I mean, I don't, I'm sure my publisher would hate me say that, but, you know, come and try it. Do it every day. I let you take three cards a day, and you just come there. And, uh, you know, and then see how it works for you because my my cards are all derivatives of ancient oracle card systems. Uh-huh. The only difference per card deck is that they each one has a specific personality, but ultimately an oracle must, if it's going to be accurate, has to speak to all right. human life experience or potentials, right? So anyway, so um, I, I didn't use any oracle cards on the TV show because that was all dead, people. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next season I get to use the cards too on top of everything. But yeah, I do a lot of things, and but all of it all stems to one. You know, when you boil it all down, it's one common theme, which is to help empower people to evolve and to support them in their transformation. Even my mediumship, it's like the, it's like all the dead people over there are going, "There she is! Let's 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 get her to talk to my son so he can let go of the old story." of being a victim, because it is really about that. When It's not about grief. It's not about telling people that, oh, your loved ones are still in it, exist. They still are here, and they love you. It's more about, hey, you're carrying some baggage. This uh-huh. person wants to apologize. So they, you know, now what are you going to do? So it's a very, very different way to use mediumship and not very non-traditional, but it's seeming to work, and people are really digging it, and I'm not trying to pretend it isn't there anymore. Right, right, <laughs> and you know, what I love, Colette, and this is why I resonate so greatly with you and how you work, is because that's how I work as well. I, I'm a, I don't like the word psychic, so I use the word intuitive, but I'm a medium as well, and, and, and I do recognize the evolution of mediumship, and I love the empowerment aspect because that is my favorite word. I have several colleagues that say, enough, will you quit using that word? And I know they're yep. saying it jokingly, but I said, you know, we're here to help people on their journey. There's the old way of doing things with giving them the information, and that's really yeah. not honoring their free will, but the new way, and that's what I love mm-hmm. about how you work, 
is you're saying, you know what, you have the answers. Tap in, tune in, let me assist you, read my books, use my oracle cards as divination tools. You're not forcing them, of course, because if you're giving them for free, you're saying they're available. Um, but the thing is, is when they do try them on your website, Absolutely, that's a selling point because they're going to come and say, oh, I want the deck in my hands. I want to work with them. I want to see how this feels. Yeah, or not. Sometimes people just want everything for free, right? Well, so, that's true. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, you, know I, you, you said something really important and uh, um, because it, it, I had a real trouble. And I don't know if this was – this. I mean, I guess because you're uncomfortable with the word psychic, you also probably have, have had <laughs> similar experiences now. I really struggled for many years around the mediumship piece. And I, as a matter of fact, I actually, after being on Dr. Phil a couple of times, this is two, three years ago, um, and I had all these like weird threatening emails and messed up. I mean, I was, I'm telling you, a whole church wrote me with a big petition saying, I know you're a nice lady, but geez, do you know you're channeling Satan? We're praying for you. That scared the bejesus out of me. And I thought, you know what? Screw this mediumship stuff. Uh, like, because I couldn't help it. It came out of my mouth, and everybody's trying to get me to be, you know, like, well, just be one thing. Just be that. And it kept, I couldn't help it, right? But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, I don't want to do this. And so I swung so far. I got scared, and I really, it's kind of, I'm, a, I'm kind of these, one of these people that I, I teach what I need to learn, and then I mm-hmm. go and do it all wrong and come back and say, guess what I did? <laughs> so, but, you know, the, the, and because I'm like going, oh, yeah, you must be empowered, be authentic. And then I'm like, no, I think I'm going to be mainstream now. You know, so I actually got really frightened and ki- tried to scramble into a box that didn't fit me because I had, you know, I have, I'm, I'm good at a lot of things. I was able to be a very um, a distinctly uh, 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 Potent. I mean, I'm very, very good at business consulting because it's like it's like chess games. Uh, and I uh-huh. and so I thought, you know, this is something I'm really good at. I think I'm just going to fixate on that and make everything else go away. Make myself really mainstream. Stay kind of like an intuitive normal in the business world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Try to make my, like when did that ever work? Okay. Never. Like let's yeah. just no, no. But every yeah. no. So I mean. I spent thousands of dollars with branding experts to try basically asking them, like, okay, can you help me not be me is basically what happened. And then, um, and it's kind of funny, but it wasn't. And the best thing that happened is that I had a motorcycle accident, and I had this, um, I was you know, thinking you would share, yes. Yeah, I had a very, now, I want everybody to not panic about this, because whenever I say, to people, listen, you know, when you go off track, off your destiny, something is going to happen to bring you back on track. I just happen to need to be bumped on the head. You do not necessarily, mm-hmm. right? I've had big, crappy things happen to me. That does not mean you do. So I don't want anybody to get scared and say, oh, my God, if I off track, am I, am I going to get into an accident? No, you're not, but I needed to. And so I, I really believe that because it was a perfect example. I, I got a too big a bike for me. It didn't fit me, as a matter of fact. This is the best part. It did not fit me. And so I was trying to force it to fit me. And oh, I had a there's bad the accident. analogy, right? There's the analogy, right? I was trying yes. to force the bike to fit me. It was going too fast, and I, I did not spend enough time finding out whether it was a good fit for me. I already right. had a bike that fit me. And that was a smaller bike, and it was the right bike for me. It wasn't a big, fancy-schmancy, giant bike, right? So mind you, my bike is huge, but, that, but I'm just using that as an analogy. And I literally skidded off the road by myself. Nobody, the accident was me and me. And I smashed into six granite posts on the Seacoast Highway. So mm. I was in bed for three months. 
and I was in serious pain. I, you know, I mean, I I'm not, I'm not going to go into the gory details, but I, I'm now, you know, whatever. I got some I've got some I got some war wounds here, but I w- I was forced to sit in bed, and 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 I didn't really learn the lesson in bed, but I oh boy, did I ever know? Sitting three months in bed, unable to move, I had to face myself, and I was still very stubborn. I have to say because I knew that I was being told, you are given this life, you are given your gifts to give to others. The gift isn't yours. The gift isn't for you. The gift is given to you to give away to other people, not to give away, you know, it's not the, it, it's, and I was sitting there going, uh-huh, uh-huh, but I was still pretty determined that it was going to go in the way I wanted it to go because I'm very willful, okay, so, uh-huh. and I don't <laughs> learn very well, all right, I'm, I'm really a tough learner, so, but here's what happened. So I get out of bed. I'm still sort of, I still want all this business stuff. So I get all these great opportunities. I get asked to speak at Google. I get asked to speak, you know. And I went to one event, um, and I'm sitting there going, you know that song, one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, I'm sitting there with all these amazing business speakers, and I'm going, what the heck am I doing here? Like, spirit is really cool. It says, okay, Colette, you want this? We're gonna get, we're gonna invite you. We're gonna say sure. So I'm like, and I only had like, and so I went back to my business clients and I said, okay guys, and they're all men by the way. I said, why do you, why do you, why do you come to me? Outside of the fact that I'm able to, you know, tell you what's in the next contract and you know what deal to avoid and all this stuff because I think that's fun actually. And um, and every single one of them said, well, I'd never go to a coach. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so I'm supposed to be the coach, right? I'm like, okay, so you're not coming for that. <laughs> and they and they all said, like, one guy said, I'm coming to you because you're, like, talking to the Oracle in the Matrix. I'm like, <laughs> okay. That, no, seriously. And then and the other guy said, well, you know, every it's like I talk to my Oracle every Thursday. My And he said, business Oracle. And then he said, but, you know, I came, I came to you because you blew my mind when you did my reading. And you brought my mom through, if you remember. And, like, they brought this. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, that part. <laughs> and he said, and I call you because I know you have access to information I don't have. Plus, you are also educated enough that you can give me a perspective. But if you just were a business coach, I'd never hire you. Hmm. And then I asked this last guy who I've known for 20 years, what do you think of the word oracle? And he goes, that's the right way to call because I've, I've been asking, what do you call me? What do we call this? Yeah. So anyway, um, so then the last, just the last piece of the story, I hope you don't have a commercial because this is no, good. No commercials. <laughs> okay, no <good>. commercials here. <laughs> this is a good story. Okay, so this is the best story. All right, so I'm still, so I'm kind of humbled by this and going, okay, you know, Oracle, do I really want to say that? Oh, here it goes all the way back. And then I realized, well, I do have Oracle cards, and those are my most favorite things. And I kept praying. The best part is I keep praying every single day while doing the opposite, please show me the highest good for me and for others. But I'm going to go over here and do this, by the way, so just come and follow me. But, of course, Spirit never does. And so it's like, excuse me, hello, Colette. <laughs> right? So, right, you know, you are going in the wrong direction. But here's the opportunity to see how you feel. And, like, one of these things is not like the other. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I have to just surrender. So I was like, well, but I still didn't want the mediumship. That, that was – I was surrendering sort of, right? So I'm like, okay. I obviously know that I'm, I am I don't want to do the thing that I thought I wanted. I am woo-woo, and I better get over it. And I don't care if any churches write me any more nasty <laughs> notes about Satan because I don't believe in Satan. <laughs> so what do I care, right? 
Right, and then and then the best part was there was this this show on where all these phenomenal athletes were reading out their nasty tweets. And I was like, this is a bully culture. You're going to get that, Colette. If you're going to yeah. be a, if you are willing to put yourself out there, you got to deal with that too and get over it. You're not that important. And I thought, because here are these amazing men, I mean, who like who, who are brilliant athletes, and they're they're kind of hurt and laughing at the same time. And I realized that, you know, is this about people pleasing? Hello, little people pleaser, right. Colette. You know, and and okay, so you were burnt at the stake in a past life. Well, oh well. Right, so I get smell over burning it, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> like I smell burning hair. Okay, so so it's like you get this lifetime, you know, just do it. You don't have a right. So mm-hmm. so then here's but but I was still but I was agreeing, okay? I'm agreeing. I'm not sure if any of you guys are listening to this or are identifying with this. I will do everything you want me to do, spirit, except this. Right? So this is the caveat. I don't want to talk to dead people. Uh, in per, you know, like, like I don't want to say I do. I don't want to say I'm a medium. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. This is a very competitive business, which is true. I hate to say that out loud, but let's say what's the elephant no, to the, the room. And I'm yes, like, exactly. let's be real. We are all people, and we're, and even though we're in this quote-unquote spiritual world, there's a lot of egos in it, and I'm like, oh, God. So I'm like, please just let me have my own little space. Anyway, but please don't make me do that. So I just said, fine. So I'm doing this whole bull BS bargaining with my higher power, right? <laughs> and go, and I said, okay, I'm going to do this last event that I did say I would do that was booked a year ago in Thunder Bay, Ontario, where no one will come. This is what I say, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to go to Thunder Bay, Ontario in the middle of nowhere in January, and no one will come anyway. I did say I would do it, but... What am I, I have nothing to lose. I said I would go. I have to honor my commitment, so I'm going to Thunder Bay, Ontario. It was minus 47 degrees. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can you imagine how cold that is? I but cannot imagine, yeah. <laughs> like the hairs in your nose go like this. Like they, It's like, it was like I got instant. needles yeah. in my nose, right? <laughs> So anyhow, I'm thinking, oh, no one's going to come to this thing. I'm just going to go in there and I'll speak to five people and talk to them all about my fabulous business ideas, whatever. And no, actually, that's not true. I'm like, and if a few, listen, if they're, and I sprayed, I said, look, if you want me to talk to dead people, I'll do it this last time. I promise. Dear God, thank you. Love, Colette. Right? <laughs> so I get there. And I think, but I'm really here just to teach them about intuition. Well, there are 400 people that came out in minus wow. 47 degree weather in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. And I got on the stage, and this is what it felt like. Now, I wrote about this in Messages from Spirit, you know, how it was like when I was on stage after John Holland and I connected to people from the other side and stuff. But, you know, and I, it's funny because I'm like, hello, you had written about this already? Like, and now you don't want to do it? So, so I get up there. And I felt like somebody, like all my guides just kind of took me very gently and said, you're going to sit this one out, Colette. <laughs> right? so, wow. And I <laughs> did the most profound readings of my entire career. I let myself sit on the sidelines and just say, shut up, ego, move away, and here you go. And I am telling you, I was so profoundly altered by that experience in Thunder Bay, Ontario. And, you know, the whole city is built on on uh, um, on amethyst, right? So it's this, it's mm-hmm. the most, and three ravens, I'm raven wow. in my totem, three ravens came to the window in my hotel room and looked in my window and just cracked like this. And I'm like, my hair is standing up on end the entire time. I took my assistant with me who knew I was trying to rebrand in this 
and I looked at him, looked at her, and she goes, uh, "I didn't know you could do that." <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I got on the phone with my husband. I went, Mark. I, I, I something just happened. We cannot go the way we're going. I went completely the wrong distance. We got to turn the ship around right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, all my fans are like, I thought I lost my mind temporarily, and uh, and I came back. No, but wait, this is even better. So I come home and I realize, okay. Uh, but I'll, so I we branded the Oracle because that's I called the three guys that you know they're still my clients by the way and I have a great time but I don't take on that many because that's not what people right call I, I get everything now so I just say fine the door's open who who wants what so um, but I I really said you know what do you think of the Oracle because it is more it's more than a psychic medium it's more than uh, an intuitive it's 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 kind of encompasses everything because all of us are oracles right so it's the speaker I'm the one the mouthpiece basically. And it stuck. But then, literally, literally, two months? Was it two months? Because February, March, April. Yes, April. I get offered a TV show. Like that. Wow. So when you are in my, here's my message. Even if you're scared of your destiny, when you allow spirit and you just say, okay, I have to trust. Because it was obvious my behavior says I didn't trust spirit. Right? Like if I was going right. to do that, I, that somehow some bullying email was going to scare me into thinking I better not do this, right? So I was giving my power away to everything but the truth, which is we will not have anything that we can't handle in any given day. If we are in alignment with our higher power, and sure, there's cultural issues that, you know, there's the lots of things that are going to over override, you know, some of our personal choices. But if we stick to our trust and our faith, you know, we are going to be led in the right places, and synchronicity and miracles open up every door. I went back to Hay House. I'm, I, I mean, like I, I learned my, like I learned so much from this. It's like I don't care if the world doesn't want me. There'll be a, the whoever does. That spirit's going to lead me to those people. I don't need to be mainstream anymore. It's more fun in the fringe. I can fly my freak flag as high as I want <laughs> because I I've been on the other side, and that's not for me. Because guess and it doesn't what? feel good either, does it? Well, all those business people where I was trying to be a business speaker all like talk, taking me to the side and go, hey, I don't want anybody to know that I'm talking to you, but can, can mm-hmm. you tell me about my, you know what I'm saying, right? So in the exactly. end, it's like yeah. self-acceptance. Sorry, I did all the talking there. But no, it is a I great just think story. And so many yeah. messages, I have to say, you know, and Coletta, I resonate personally because my own family thinks I'm the devil based on what I do. And and I'm right. learning to, and I live in Oklahoma, so I'm smack dab in right. the middle of the Bible Belt. And the thing mm-hmm. is, is, you know, by you sharing that experience and, you know, going through the mishap on the motorcycle and definitely the analogy of trying to, make something fit that wasn't you. You know, universe mm-hmm. spirit is definitely saying, no, we have something in plan and trust us. And and what I love is how you felt, you know, you're on the stage, you you doubted that anyone would be there, middle of nowhere, freezing outside, but people <laughs> came. And look at this, yeah. and, you know, and what I love about you, what I love about your energy is it's you, it's your truth. And you don't have to be like everyone else. And that enables other people, empowers other people to be themselves as well and to have the courage to just say, you know, this is me, and you either resonate with me or you don't, and I'm okay with that. Well, and I think that a lot of, and I realize, too, that sometimes, well, not sometimes, but because I am a writer and because I write books and, 
and I am a teacher, and, and I, it's like I can take this experience, strength, and hope to others because I know there are other people that are afraid to be themselves. I know it. And I'm sure there are people who want to scramble into a box that they think society is going to accept. In our profession, a lot of us don't want to use the word psychic because there's a connotation of, yes. you know, of the whole fortune teller thing, yes. you know, because because of the cultural Media, damage. Cult- yes, and, yeah, cultural damage. When Hollywood Reporter wrote about um, the, about the fact that a lot of Hollywood producers and directors and whatever talk to psychics and intuitives for business information. And I have a, I have a very, 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 very famous, very powerful man who is I admire to the, to the T, um, who is really a believer. And, and uh, we have deep philosophical conversations. But what they did was they really they um, bastardized it by showing a, a like a real witchy with a ward on the end gypsy uh. with big hoop earrings. I happen to like hoop earrings, but you know with a crystal ball, <laughs> and the picture was so demeaning to our work. Yeah. So we're we are we're, we we. It's like how do we get accepted? Well, I think that I had to stop trying. I had to stop trying. To be accepted, like I, I came from an academic family. I came, I went to a private girls' school. My parents were well-to-do, so I, I was hammered into me when I was a kid that I had to be in a particular echelon of society to be safe. Mm-hmm. That's my upbringing, right? So my subconscious programming, you know, I had to, I had to circumvent that by, even though I was afraid, I had to say it's okay to be afraid but I cannot live my life in a lie. Now, was I really lying? Not totally, because, of course, I am very gifted in, in this field, in the, in the business area. What's lying is to try to pretend that I am less um, dynamically in the spiritual aspect of this and the psychic piece, which we're all scared to say, is very real as part of this. You know, it's, it's, that I, it's the way we use it. So it's not that the word is the problem. It's the way no. we use it. But the connotations of society, like you did live in the Bible Belt. Oh, my God. I got on a, t- on a radio show in the Bible Belt, and the, the guy didn't know. It was like, he was like he didn't know because he hadn't read my book until the night before, and he was mortified that he had me on a show because God is here. And, and you're telling people to open their minds and meditation, and the devil can get in. What about demons? And I'm like, is this a joke? Am I being punked? Like, am I being, is this like a total joke? Like, why am I here? Like, what are you saying? Like, yeah, and I actually said to him, you mean demons like in, not the hot ones like on TV you're saying, right? You're talking about (laughs) biblical demons you think will go if I teach people meditation. Like, why am I on your show again? (laughs) And see what I love. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, is is you know by you speaking your truth and saying that, I mean to me that's very empowering to other people too, um, because if yeah. we just keep our mouth shut, uh, you know, and that's what I've learned over the past year especially is, you know, if I'm feeling something in regards to how someone perceives me, I need to just mm-hmm. go ahead and say it and get it out in the open, out in the air, because I feel better because I'm not taking on their energy of mm-hmm. how they perceive me. Yeah, and you want to know what? It's not easy. It's not easier in the mainstream. That's the other thing. It's like it's not safer there. That it's not like if we're looking for certainty and safety, we may as well get off the freaking planet, right? <laughs> I, I love this quote that Anne Lamott says. It's like the it's like it's like Old Yeller meets uh, the Hunger Games plus the parking is terrible. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's what it's like. 
sick on earth. Get over it, kids. It's yeah, totally yeah. right. And I and I was. Oh, I was. I I didn't even realize I was until I went all that way over there. And and mind you, I had good experiences. I don't want to say it was a bad experience, but I, you know, even in a good experience, you can feel that sense of echo, the echo of hollowness mm. when you are not fully engaged in your truth. Yes. Yeah. And so I've done the extreme and had the opportunities, and I don't need to have everything anymore. Like, I'm totally happy. Like, I told when I went back to Hay House, I said, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Thank you for letting me come home. I'll sit in the corner and make Oracle cards if that's all you want me to do because I'm okay with all of that now. <laughs> but, you know, the TV show taught me, I have to say, that sh- i got to talk about the show because oh, yeah. shooting the show was probably the most powerful and meaningful experience of my life. And it had nothing to do with its popularity or who watches it, because I can't even see it because I live in the States. It's not in the U.S. yet. So, uh, But here's the thing. My first time when I went there, the first day, I was still struggling with the content had to be somehow managed by me, right? Like in some way, it's like, how do I manage this? How do I manage this? Because I'm on camera now. Oh, my God. Right? You know, and... and uh, but then I was like, I it, it was I got so fried because it's you're doing I'm doing 20 readings every day, like three days in a row, one day off, three days in a row, one day off. Wow. And I am by the second day already. I literally had to. It's like put me in a Himalayan salt cave. <laughs> like I needed. I was so out of it because it's like because I was and then I I recognize the tension between my need to stay myself and my need my my my. Uh, willingness to allow the information to come through and it was very conversational i don't do mediumship like the old school mediums i remember this one girl came up to me she goes you know this is the way we do it here i have a barmaid i have a this i have a that i'm like no do you does it make sense to you that i connect to somebody named george is how i talk right so it's kind of like i have a george no i'm I'm going to ask is it george is it john I'm like i don't care I don't care if it's not. I've never been trained as a medium. I don't give a rat's ass. It's like, like I'm going to do it the way it's supposed to come, and that's the end of uh-huh. that. So, but I right. did call John Holland because I was freaking out because too many of them were talking at me at the same time. So I called him and I said, John, you got to help me because I'm so screwed up. There's, it's like there's a hundred of them and they're all telling me their story at once. He says to me, "You can park them." I went, I can? He goes, yep, you can park them. Park them. Say, park that one, park that one, park that one. They're not going anywhere. They'll be right there. And I went, okay, well, I, I'm on. Listen, I had to go back at the show like a half an hour later, and it worked like a charm. And wow. some people, <laughs> yep, some people could not accept the information they were given because, A, they knew they were on camera. Canadians are very different than Americans, by the way, too. They're very polite. Like I kept telling the audience, pretend you're from New York. Get up there, you know, like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say something to me. Like, but they're like deer caught in the headlights, and they want to be really yeah. polite. So, um, but it was like, so the, the couple of times, you know, there are a few clunkers where, you know, I kind of got it a little off, you know, or, or else the person was like, no, 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 no. And then, oh, yeah, right at the end. Uh-huh. Um, but 90% of the show... The, and when I say when I say accuracy, my accuracy when I say was that accurate, I don't care if it was accurate that I was accurate. I care was the information that this person on the other side says to you, is that accurate to you? Mm-hmm. Like, does, does that make sense? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And people's lives were changed in front of me. Like, I cannot tell you how 
grateful I how, how grateful I am for the opportunity to change people's lives and be used. I recognized I was being used, mm-hmm. and I was being I was channeling, and 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 when I say channeling, I was channeling information that I had to I still had to interpret it right so my interpretation right. can sometimes be off right but the pictures are always 100% accurate but there's no way in hell anybody could ever say to me that we die and that's it do right. I know exactly where we go <laughs> I know there's a dimension of reality that exists love doesn't die our loved ones can can and they take on their personalities not because they still have them but because that's the only way we're going to know it's them exactly because I know the difference Exactly. But yes, and you know what I love is I'm hearing you speak. First of all, spirit gives me chills when it's truth. So as you've been talking, I'm uh-huh. just getting all of these chills on my body saying truth, truth, truth. And the thing is, is your eagerness, your willingness, stepping into that and, and you know, being that channel, being that tube, as John Holland says, and allowing that information mm-hmm. to flow through you. And, you know, what I find that happens many times when people are listening, you know, first of all, if they're on, you know, video being um taped for it, that that could be definitely a little um, inhibiting. But the main thing is, too, is as they're trying to hear the information and, you know, tap into mm-hmm. it, recognize it, we have what I call psychic amnesia, and we don't remember yes. in that moment, <laughs> you know, and then we do later. And so that's why, yeah. you know, for myself, I may be getting something and I, you know, the person's like, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to leave it with you because this is very strong and yeah. I feel like it'll make sense soon. Um, you know, so mm-hmm. it is one of those things, as you know, trusting that information as we receive it and perceive yeah. it, give it, and it's a matter of them, how they receive it and perceive it, that, you know, working with spirit, and, and I know even though you did so many readings so many days in a row, you were riding that wave, that high yes. spirit, and as you said, take a Himalaya, you know, salt bath <laughs> or, or soak in it, um, you know, but it, it is just this beautiful thing, and I have to just say, Colette, even though it took a while to, to brand mm-hmm. yourself, to find your way, whatever it may be, when you got out of your way, spirit said, yep. here, and it just yep. felt good. And you know what else, too? It does feel good, and it feels like, here's the thing, it doesn't change our human experience, but I do know (laughs) one thing, that that the true destiny for all of us is as yet uncharted. But because... Like it, and that's the, that's actually the, my next book is called Uncharted about how to navigate the unknown. Oh, Our destiny is unknown to the small self. It is not unknown to the soul. Exactly. We, our, we use a language of the intellect to describe our experience, but the language of the heart is the one that will show that lights up that map for us to say here we surrender our old way without knowing where it's going to lead us and if we can learn to do that which is so counterintuitive to the way human beings want to be because mm-hmm. they just want certainty show me what to do next show me how to meet my goal exactly show me what it is la, 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 la. right and and sometimes the next right action is literally following the fog lights it's following the, the lights in the fog that are like two inches in front of us and then we have phases where all of a sudden it makes sense, and we do need to do the detour if we're so off track that we're realizing, like, wait a sec, you know, what is it that, what am I supposed to be doing? What's the meaning of this? And I think one of the things about the show that, um, uh, you know, it's so different, and people go, oh, you have a TV show. It's like, you know, it's not what you think. It's hard freaking work, 
<laughs> but um, and it's also, you know, you leave yourself up to serious criticism for people who right. have a real desire to shut you down because you don't fit their paradigm of what the world is supposed to be like, you know. And uh, I remember the, I think the the um, the anyway. What, okay, so 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 people were like going into it, going like, what is this? Well, we don't know what it is, but it's something, right? So I think somebody came in of of a of one of the big wigs of the station said like, how does she do it? Come on, tell me your secret. And they're like, well, we don't really know. <laughs> but boy, there's something there. And I, neither do I really. But but I have to say this, that all of us right now are being offered an opportunity to be more authentic as a result. Um, and as, not as a result, sorry, uh, an, an invitation to help balance out the rest of the world. We all know and we cannot deny the fact that in many parts of the world, the freedom to be authentic is being completely demolished by very, very organized factions in society that that dis- that are trying to, in the death throes, the hangman's kick of going into this new new way of being in the world, which all of us are being ushered into, this Aquarian age, which really the shadow of which is elitism, right? So this whole egalitarian idea that we all want, but at the same time there's a sense of, you know, we are right and you are wrong. So we can't all jump over there and fix it, but we can become more empowered wherever we are and add this, add our light to the sum of all light in the world, which is exponentially effective, um, you know, because people say, I don't know what to do. I read the news and I went, do what you can in front of you and mm-hmm. be the person that you are meant to be. If you live in the North America, we have an extraordinary ability, well, to the best that we can say is true, right. to be ourselves. And we are given this. That there are people in the world, but at the same time, when you think of, let's say, works by someone like Viktor Frankl, who came up with this whole theory of logos, you know, this, this, this about this positive, positive light um, being in a concentration camp, he created that when he was in there. Like, you don't, we have to trust that there is a power greater than us that can shine no matter where the darkness is. And so, but we can't do it if we're lying to ourselves and if we're, if we're too afraid Right. to step into our power. We can't be afraid. Oh, we can be, but we got to do it anyway. Feel the exactly. fear and do it anyway. Exactly, yes. And, and you know what it. I find? I, I am, and I'm very You're grateful. You're an Okie. You're an Okie. I'm an Okie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Smack You're an Okie in the from middle. the Okie. <laughs> and, and, you know, Colette, the thing that we get too is you know sometimes we question where we are are we supposed to be in this place you know and i'd rather be somewhere else but you know the more that we recognize that we're where we're supposed to be for a reason not only physically locality speaking but also on our journey into consciousness you know to quit beating ourselves up to you know be kind to ourselves and and just really allow allow ourselves you know to to stay in that heart space and you were talking previously and i just want to ask you have you heard of the movie the power of the heart no is that okay, the heart math one well, it's not the heart math, but there is mention of it in this book. But Baptiste de Pap, and I uh, met him in Sedona at World Wisdom Days m- a month ago. And I oh, yeah, spoke yeah. with you him. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were my friends right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, The Power of the Heart. And this is a book and also a movie. And the DVD just came out, and he's doing a screening in New York on Saturday. But the whole thing is living oh. in that consciousness of the heart chakra, 
heart consciousness rather getting in our head. And he was a lawyer. Things didn't feel good, and he was going to sign a contract and so on. And, and then he got this idea, this hit, to make a movie about the heart and spent five mm-hmm. years and pulled all these beautiful people in. And so I just feel like the need to, to mention this during our conversation, but it is true if we all stay in that heart-centered consciousness, you know, recognize what we're fearful of, recognize what's happening, it's going to change things for us. But getting back to you, the oracle, the, the information you're bringing forth, allowing yourself to, to follow your heart and be in that space mm-hmm. is changing your life. It's changing everyone else's life, too. Well, that's the thing. If the more, that's what I was I, trying to get to in a kind of a roundabout way. Right? So, <laughs> so I think that that's, that's kind of the point, right? It's the idea that we are, whatever we do affects the whole because we are intrinsically part of the whole. And so everything that we do reverberates. It's like the butterfly's wings that can create a, a tsunami in another part of the world, right? So everything is connected. And so if we think that nothing that we think or do um, or focus on is going to affect anyone else, we're actually in accurate about that because the um you know it is proven through quantum physics that we are in we are we are the universe is in us you know we 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 are being dreamt there is a big dreamer we don't know what it is but we are being dreamt and we dream our our lives into reality and so you know i think that the more of us that are focused on that and willing to share what happens to us you know, when we do go off track and come back into alignment, what that's like, we need to know there, that, there is, that there is light, you know, that, there, that it's real. And what is the name of that again you said, the heart? It's the power of the heart. Oh, of course, that's an easy title, the power, the power of the heart. Because I'm, heart, I'm actually, yeah. I might even go into New York for that this weekend. Yeah, I, I recommend it. I watched it, um, the screening in Sedona, and he's heading back to Sedona for the film festival. It's going to be screening there, but um, thepowerofthehart.com is the website. And oh, yeah, yeah. You can actually get it right now mm-hmm, on Amazon. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. you can uh, watch it on, on and finding your perp- your true purpose in light. But that's, yes, that's, that's the book. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, so that's that's exciting. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited because there is like a new wave again of because it is like we're hitting critical mass now. I think we really are hitting that tipping point where um, where it is starting to be more common for us to talk about stuff like this. Um, but there is also that you know that kind of hunker down. There's like a, there's a tension between we want to trust that all of this is true, but then we want to also hunker down because we're afraid and we want to go yeah. back to what is certain. So those both of those pillars are actually what where we create our reality between. And we want to lean to the other. We have to we have to trust. If we want to if we do what we did, we're going to get what we got. Exactly. <laughs> and get and what many we got. times it mm-hmm. didn't work. Uh, you know, and as we change and grow and evolve. The, it's going to have a ripple effect, of course, around us if we allow it to. Because some people get stuck in the old way and stuck mm-hmm. in the patterns. And you know what I want to say too is I remember reading your blogs as you shared your story of your motorcycle adventure, mm-hmm. and so you were very <laughs> honest and forthright about the emotions you were going through and and how that affected. And, and you know now looking back, of course, you can definitely see the entire bigger picture to to get you to this point of being a medium because that may yeah, not have happened. Oh, totally. 
And I do think the accident actually really kicked me in, too. My, my friend in Santa Fe said to me, she goes, oh, my God, the, your energy has changed. She does this, um, <laughs> she does distance healing, and uh-huh. she does this, she's a uh, master dowser. Her name is Althea Gray, Peach Buddha. If anybody's interested, she has these amazing bovis rings that I oh, stand wow. in. It changes, oh, yeah, it's wild what she does. She's amazing. Um, uh, so... She she did this um, work with me over the phone. She goes, oh, my God, what's happened to you? She goes, Colette, this accident has changed you. And I thought, yeah, I kind of feel it too. So it really kind of, I think, you know, when these things jar us like that, it's like it, it's, it, is, it opens up something because we can't be what we were anymore. We have to change. And one thing I do want to say too about like the show, for example, um, on my Facebook page, my public page, I was announcing my Canadian tour, so I'm going on tour first in Central and Canada and Ontario in May, and then in uh, East Coast in August, and then in West Coast in November. And so the lady wrote in um, and said that she watched the show and that it was as if I was speaking directly to her. And mm. there is, uh, I wrote about this in my book, Messages from Spirit, about the, the power of the cledon, C-L-E-D-O-N, and it is the innocent oracle where the world speaks to us directly, and, but it isn't. It's actually completely innocent of knowing that it is doing that. So I did not know I was speaking to this woman. But so she talked about how it changed her life. And how, you know, every she watches the show because I teach through the show, and which is true. That's what the show is for. And that's why I call it transformational mediumship because it is about transforming the person after they get the message. It's like, what are you going to do now? So this then the lady who was the woman that I read in the show saw the post. What are the chances she sees this post because it was buried as a, in a reply she sees it, writes to the woman, I am the woman that that Colette did the reading about my two sons, and blah, blah, blah. So we, so if we think that we don't make an impact, you know, that's, that's why I realized, you know what, I don't care what people are going to say and how much skepticism they have. I don't care because that one moment on my Facebook page was enough for me to realize that I know that the service, is not about me and that I just have to trust that no matter what, that if I am honest and, in, and integrous in what I am doing and I am just stepping out of my way, even if I blunder and stumble and giggle and stab, I can't stand my laugh on TV, by the way. Everybody loves my laugh. Like, oh, my God, I can't listen to my love laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just because I see myself with wrinkles and a gobbledygook under my chin, I am getting older at the end. Right? It doesn't matter. None of it matters. None of my hairstyles matter. None of that. <laughs> you know, and then it, it's like what it's all about, right? right. It is. Right. It's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this conversation. I feel like I've been... Uh, have known you forever, and, and we've Me had too, our first you. conversation right here. And, uh, you know, what I just love is how important it is to be honest, you know, have that candor yeah. and just share it, you know, and the personality. And, and you know, I think that's what people are drawn to, too, because, you know, going back to what we were saying at the beginning, you know, sometimes in this work there is ego, and, you know, we do have an ego. That's part of our humanness, but sometimes people have the inflated ego, and that inflated oh, yeah. ego is what is tough. And, you know, but people have this perception of the persona of the people, and sometimes that persona is very true to life, but sometimes it's just the illusion that is put forth for yep. people to see. And, you know, that can be a little disheartening at times, but it is their individual journey. And, and the thing is, is I think the more that each one of us 
are our true self and just say it like we see it, uh, you know, people are going to say, wow, you know, I really love this authenticity. And that does, once again, empower people to be the same way, you know, for themselves because we don't all have the same culture or the same beliefs or anything like that. We may have similar, but it's more often than not the same. And, you know, as you're talking more, I, I just know this tour, the Messages from Spirit Tour, which, interestingly enough, when I do group events, that's what I call them as well. So there's some ah, synchronicity with that. You know, I, I think it's um, important to keep it simple and not fluff it up. You know, we are bringing messages through from Spirit and guides yeah. and loved ones on the other side. So just call it uh, what it is. And, you know, yeah. as we are that channel and bringing through that information, it is a, a learning process for us as a medium, but also mm-hmm. it is uh, transformational for the people as the messages come through. So I do get how, you know, the individual, even though you may not have been speaking to them directly, Spirit does have that beautiful way of providing messages yeah. for whoever's tuned in. And I yep. want to take a moment. I always mm-hmm. love talking about journey into consciousness and yep. and how we awaken and, and that information. And since you are all about providing assistance for that journey. Mm-hmm. Colette, I'd love to hear some advice that you have. And I know we've given lots of advice um, throughout this call, but specifically any particular advice that you would like the listener, the reader, because I'm going to take this conversation and, and turn it into an article for Home Times. And oh, just anything that you would like to share. Well, here's the thing. Um, We all need to accept one thing, and that's something that science has accepted now and and, and that we are two people in one, right? So we tend to get trapped uh, in our subconscious program, which is something we have to accept, that there's a part of us that in it's that's what its job is, okay? So it's not a bad thing that, you know, that will keep us sort of trapped in a pattern, when we recognize a pattern, it is an invitation for us to change perspective. And so I, I, the, the most important advice I can give to people is get as much information as you can on how to repro, reframe your subconscious program. Because, to, and, and I, I work a lot with, um, with this in my process, the Envision process, and, and it is absolutely uncanny when we can move away from that and see through the eyes of the soul. Now, meditation, mindfulness meditation is crucial. I know I sound like I'm standing on my, you know, on a on a um, soapbox with this, but <laughs> meditate, meditate, meditate and meditate. If you do not meditate, you are your chatterbox, your mind is just going to continuously reinforce the subconscious. And the subconscious is can be your friend if it's the things that you're, if you're programmed, you know, and you've got neural networks going on in the brain, you're going to tune in to the field of potential reality and, and find coherence with things that are positive, and that's the goal. But if you are continuously reinforcing these um, limiting things, and this is not New Age woo-woo, it's true, right? So we have to find a way how to use this plastic brain of ours to retrain it to create new, basically new ski hills to go down, right? And the way we do that is we have to reinforce that the positive, but not to be idiots and like, like you know what I mean like this whole like oh happy joyous and free and if you're not happy joyous and free you're doing something wrong you manifested something wrong get away from me I might catch it that's crap okay 
That is complete and absolute crap, right? Life is life. We're going to run into things. We're going to have sorrow. We're humans. We have all kinds of emotions. But don't let them, don't wallow there. Find a way for to find any kind of thing. There's millions of programs out there that will teach you how to understand what observant detachment is, which are the eyes of the soul. Mine is only one of them, my envision process. But find something. You know, get brain entrainment. You know, do whatever it is that you can do on a daily basis to shift the way you think because that is where it all starts. You can affirm till the cows come home that I am fine, I am fine, I am fine. But if you've got a little voice inside you saying That's, <laughs> that F-I-N-E means something different than you think, right? Exactly. You want, right. Right? It's gonna, right? So you have, to, you have to quiet that. Accept all parts of yourself. Radical self-acceptance. I mean, you ask me for advice, I'm giving you tons. You know, but the simplest thing that I could tell people is trust that this is a friendly, benevolent universe. It is not here to punish you. You punish you. You create more punishment in the world. Every time you punish yourself, you say crappy things about yourself, your body responds. You are in charge of this. Take the take the 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 game and run with it. You can win at the game of life. Um, and you will stumble and get over it because where you stumble, there lies treasure. If I thought that I had to be perfect, I'd never tell you any of these stories about how I ran off the road, basically. And you know, exactly. because that's that's guru BS. That's not right. the truth. Right. So meditate, meditate, and meditate. Start there. Find a find a program that you that you're attracted to that will help you reframe the way you think. Recognize that you have a subconscious that is not your friend, right? So um, know that if you repeat and reinforce positive behaviors, positive thoughts, etc., you must act as if you cannot be an armchair astronaut. That's not going to work either. Sitting there thinking, practicing the law of attraction without getting out of your chair, wondering where all the good stuff is, is not going to help either. You have to, you have to step into the unknown with a, at least, even if you whistle in the dark, to say, I'm going to trust that either either somebody's going to catch me or they're going to teach me how to fly. But right. do know this, that we, our human experience, we must change. We have to change. We're being invited to change. The way we are in our culture, our bully culture, the way we have practiced ageism, all these things are, are ways that we, we look at the world, we treat our planet. I'm, and, and these are things that on an individual basis, small things, do those small things. Don't worry that it's not enough. If you don't do one small thing, nothing will work. No one will do that small thing. And trust. The world knows. The universe knows how to fix itself. We are the universe. But just do those things and know that if it doesn't feel comfortable, that's probably good. When I say, and when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, changing a pattern in the beginning is going to feel weird. Right. It is. It doesn't feel comfortable and natural at first. And I was scared. I was scared. Hey, you think I, you think I went on that TV show? Oh boy, look at me, sizzle. I'm so hot, fabulous. Like, no, I got on that every single day. I went to the studio, scared the bejesus out of me. I was standing there going, Oh my God, please come through me because I don't know what I'm doing. Doing. That's the real yeah. truth. That's the real, yeah. honest-to-God truth. Yeah. Please, and I, and Spirit, I, help me. Take, hey, this is what I prayed. Relieve me of the bondage of self. And that yeah. is the prayer that we all have to get up in the morning and say, relieve me of the bondage of the small self 
that prevents me from trusting that I am here. I am I am I am the paintbrush for the great artist and I am the art of the artist and I too can create the art if I am a co-creator. If I left to my own devices, my willfulness, self-will run riot, let me tell you. I but I mean I'm an extreme. I'm also a recovered addict, alcoholic. I'm 29 years clean and sober. So I mean I am a hard case. Okay, so so I basically tell people if I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay. Well, you know what I what I feel from that though I just have to say is because if you didn't have those experiences, you couldn't have a perspective of compassion for everyone and everything. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, was I mad at myself for going in this direction? Well, I spent about thirty thousand dollars. I'm I'm kind of mad at that, right? Of course. Yes. You know, in terms of like, let's go hire you know a big a big branding expert to make Colette somebody else. Um, but it was a but it was worth it when I say that in the end because I came back full circle. It's like coming back to Hay House. I have to say, you know, like it's just a publishing company, but I have to say this, like it's not. Um, right. they, I believe in the mission of that company. And not to say that anything wrong. I mean, I had a great experience at Random House. They were fantastic to me. That's not it. It's just that I want to be in an environment where people's, uh, that what the, where their purpose is, is to educate and compassionately bring people into alignment with a higher consciousness. I want to be part of the conscious evolution. And that's just the place to do it in right mm-hmm. now for me. And you are. That doesn't mean. Yes. Yeah. So so I just, you know, because people said like, oh, you left Hay House. But I'm like, I got, I went back there because that's the place to be for me. You know, mm-hmm. so it's for me. Right. So, so I made the right decision. And luckily I got back there. They didn't have to take me back. I left. I'm like, ah, bye. You know, it's like. <laughs> You know, so I'm I'm humble about this. You know, I'm very lucky. I'm a very lucky person. Very, very, very lucky. Very well, lucky. We and and I and the listeners and the readers and and everyone else that will be listening to this. You know, I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate your honesty, your authenticity. I'm definitely looking forward. You have a new book. You said it's titled Uncharted. Yes, but it's not coming out for a while. I'm still writing it. Okay. I'm, I'm, and I'm, and you know, it's funny. I just, it, it's like the writing of the book too is like is all about rewriting, right? So, so it's like trying to. I find myself still trying to be such a smarty pants. Like that's the other thing. It's like who cares? Just say it like it is. It's like I have to tell you, I know so much about quantum physics. Well, because I'm a total science geek. Nobody cares. Like, <laughs> Nobody cares. I know like, some people do care. Yes, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm just finding myself so humorous. Well, it, you know, it's a it's a different vibration too, isn't it? And and the thing is, <laughs> yeah. is when you can stay in that laughter, laughing at oneself, laughing at life experiences, mm-hmm. things like that, um, you know. And I and I do recognize too when we're in this present moment, rather than beating us ourselves up for things that we did or didn't do in the past, mm-hmm. and you know trying to figure it all out for the future. If we're just in this moment, then life is easier. It really is. Yep. And you know you're you're beginning filming on the next series. Yes. 
Yes, I believe I am. I'm not allowed to officially say, but I'll unofficially say yes, and there may be a second TV show also. Very so, good. Very there's good. two shows. One is a spinoff. Um, we're developing a coaching show. I can say that in there because I can say it is in development because that is true. Um, okay. And where I take it, what's next? So one is messages from spirit, and then it's working with spirit. Um, it, but oh, that's, I love that's it. Not, that's not the official title yet, but right. it's kind of like what do you do now? Like, what do you do now that you know this information about yourself? So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, for me, really, it's about, I don't know, the adventure is going is going to unfold. I'm hoping the show will come into the States and other countries. But, again, you know, it is what it is, and I have no clue. All I know is i got to put one foot in front of the other, <laughs> and i got to keep praying, and i got to recognize that that willful little ego me wants it her way and isn't going to get it that way. <laughs> exactly, and, and, and I just continue gotta, to yeah. meditate and trust as the advice that you gave to others. Yep. And once again, looking forward to the Oracle card decks that will be coming too. And, and you said that yes. is a great passion of yours. So everything, you know, I just have to reiterate once again, everything feels good right now. And, oh, yeah. you know, you're in the flow. And, mm-hmm. you know, this this branding experience obviously was one, both financially and time-wise, um, that was a learning opportunity. But here you are, right where you're supposed to be, doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you know what, too? I, I, here's what I also um, I want to encourage people, if they can, if, they, if they're interested. Um, developing your ability to tune into intuition is crucial because it is our intuition that tunes into this information, this greater information, because when we're only using the language of the intellect, it's very narrow, the scope, because all we're doing is looking at material reality that exists already. But intuition is like we have to assume that the information is outside of us, and it's like we have a little radio. So one of the reasons I also offer the oracle cards to everybody is to help them tune into their intuition every day. It's not me giving them an answer. As a matter of fact, my cards are very frustrating for people who want yes, no answers because they're never built like that. They're asking their invitations to go deeper, and then that automatically, it's like going to the gym. That muscle that's atrophied by our in, by our focus on only intellect is something that ends up to be very uh, potent for us. We we start to we start to build that muscle. Um, I also have a very inexpensive daily oracle card reading class that teaches people really how to get the most out of their readings. Because that's it. You know, the more of us that are tuned in, the more of us are going to tune into the truth and right. recognize the difference between our survival instinct, which is to hunker down and stay in our box, or run into a brand new box we think is going to be safer, i.e., what I did. You know. <laughs> Um, uh, or we're going to be tuning into the intuition, which tells us things that don't match the intellect many times right. whatsoever, but leads us forward on our journey into the unknown. Beautiful, beautiful. Great way to close out this show. And as we're doing mm-hmm. so, I want to mention your website once again, Colette Baron reed and that's C-O-L-E-T-T-E-B-A-R-O-N, reid.com right on the front of the page we have a beautiful picture of you with welcome sparkly being and there yeah. on the left hand side is a join our tribe and by subscribing to Colette's newsletter you can download a free guided meditation for daily divine guidance get a free 
get her reading each week and other newsletter fabulosities, as you describe it. <laughs> so yep. I love that. Also, be sure and like her page on Facebook because you're all the time sharing information, uh, Oracle card information and such. So once again, that's Colette Barron-Reed on Facebook. And this is an interview for Ohm Times Magazine. So we're looking forward to having you on the cover very soon. And Colette, thank you thank so you. much. Yes, thank you for this time today. Thank you for having me. This was a fun conversation. You're a great interviewer. And uh never know, if I come to Oklahoma, we'll go out and have coffee. And Well, you can have an event here, too. I can assist with facilitating that for you if you want to venture into the Bible Belt. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that answer is yes. Okay, let's yes, talk yes, about yes. that. We'll make it happen. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks listeners, so much, Shelley. Thank you. This concludes today's segment of the Shelley Wilson Show. Until next time, remember this is your time. I encourage you to live an authentic life, be the best you can be, and love yourself in the process. Much love and many blessings to each of you.